It is Monday, to be amongst friends. Doc here, coming at you live alongside the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the troll best of the data analyzer ninja, the conqueror. Conqueror of his own fate. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Terminator. Yes, get your brooms out. It's the cleaner. The best podcasting machine, the least hype machine, my brother. What's Freshly going on, man? Squeezed, always tranquilo himself, and the newly formed big Daka Pump. Wow. Holla if you hear him. Wow. Doc. Let me, let me. (laughs) (laughs) What? That was a good one. (laughs) A big swing for that one. Wow. Yeah, that's a big. Let me wind that one down. Big taco pump. Come on. Yeah, it's going to be a big. Bam! Swing. I mean, you also got the twenty-four pythons, like. No. <laughs> no, and more nos. But I'm doing better than the Bucks today. I knew I shouldn't have picked that dang game. I knew it. I knew it. I, I mean, I, I mean, I should have the bright the side. At least you're not 49ers fans prematurely celebrating with. What was it, 38 seconds to go? I feel like they do that every year. I feel like people don't realize like a team with a great quarterback can win you the game. That happens every year. That happens every single year. Every single year with the 49ers. Um, that's not surprising, but let's go and down the line here. At least you're not Clemson Tiger fans. As their playoff too, dreams yeah. have been written in the death note. And any chance of them competing for a national title has been absolutely deleted. Deleted. It's gone. So, yeah, I, I was going to say that I actually watched more college football this weekend than I did NFL. Um, and I watched that whole Clemson-NC State game and. The fact that Clemson lost after NC State missed two field goals, one during I think the third quarter, and then mm-hmm. actually he missed he missed three field goals. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, he missed three field goals, which is it was really really bad. And I was jokingly saying how his scholarship may be revoked after this particular weekend, but he hit the extra point in overtime, so. I assume some of that has been redeemed. Yeah, partial. Maybe he has a maybe he has a partial scholarship now. <laughs> uh, but they won uh, in a great overtime game. Some great catches. I didn't like the last play Clemson ran. Um, I thought the they just needed to get the first down. It was fourth and five, I believe. Um, but it was a good shot. The guy was killing them all game deep. So. I don't blame them for taking a shot, but of course. Fourth, and five, fourth and five, you get that first down and you just keep going. Um, but shout out to NC State for playing great defense at the end. I know they were tired. I know they were aching, but they kept going. And that's all that matters. 
matters. That's all that but matters. Let's get to some NFL really quickly there. But start from the top here. We had the Colts versus the Titans, boyo. Um, I think we both had Tennessee winning, so no surprise there. Nope. Um, the the trap game or the beginning of the trap games, obviously for us. It was a trap week. It was a trap week. Yeah, the Falcons versus the Giants. I think we both picked the Giants to win. And we spoke so highly of Daniel Dimes Jones. Um, Try to give him the benefit of the doubt. But on this day, he did not see clearly. I mean, he still had a pretty decent game. It wasn't like, you know, it was all on him. Like he had Mm -hmm. what? There was a fumble that happened after a catch. He actually had two fumbles that occurred. Uh, It was Evan Mm -hmm. Eagle who had the fumble. Like, I mean, again, it's not really much you can do there. I mean, he still threw pretty well. I guess he's just not throwing any touchdown passes. He still threw pretty well. He just hasn't thrown touchdown passes. Like, that's the only thing that hurts. And that's more on the weapons around him than it really is on him. So, I mean, there's a receiver out in New Orleans who's been screaming to get out. Maybe the Giants take a shot. They take a stab at bringing in Michael Thomas. You know, let's see what happens. Sterling Shepard's hurt. Right. I mean, Green Bay, are are they going to re-sign Devontae Adams? I don't know. Giants, do you make a call? Uh, It's too soon to tell. It is. It is. Uh, But the next trap game here, I think this is two to three trap games in a row. Uh, We have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Really rough start for Patty Mahomes. And of course, Twitter went absolutely insane with the three uh, turnovers in the first half for the Chiefs. And I think I saw a article about Patrick Mahomes' brother pouring water on the fans, and he might face some charges for that. Instagram went crazy with that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. They were saying that he could face up to 10 years for pouring water on fans, and I'm just like, yikes. They, they're calling that assault, I guess. Technically, it is. It's so crazy. You can get 10 years for pouring water on somebody. I mean, Yet, only, only, people, only in the U.S. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because we, we know went to some crimes. baseball games and soccer games in other countries, and it's it's going. It's, it, it's we'll just move on. Essentially, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when you. But you Justin talk about Herbert had himself a game, though. He did four touchdowns, zero picks, twenty six of thirty eight. Um, I mean. <sighs> Like I said, he's not a bad quarterback. He wasn't a bad quarterback last season. The Chargers are good, which is why I, I expected Lynn to get another year. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. staying on that hype train. Um, but obviously, this was all about Patrick Mahomes uh, throwing the two picks, right? Um, I mean, he still threw three touchdowns. Yeah. They still ran the ball for 100 yards. Um, I mean, Travis Kelsey still had 100. You know, so they still, like, dominated offensively. I just think those two turnovers hurt early. Um, it put the and, bottom eight ball. Yeah, big time, big time. And I mean, it, it, I, I don't see any sacks on the board, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, the offensive line played horrible. It's just, it just wasn't. It, listen, they had to play catch up. This could be 
what we're what we usually don't call a Super Bowl hangover. Right? They didn't win, they but didn't. you know, this could be a Super Bowl hangover. They they changed their offensive line, they changed some pieces, they lost a weapon. Obviously, yep. Sammy Watkins was a big part of their offense last year. I know it didn't seem like it, but Sammy Watkins caught a lot of the inside passes and they're still trying to find that person. So this could also be something where they're missing Sammy Watkins as well. And I think they've had a Robinson also, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. The Marcus Robinson he, played. He, uh, he played. I thought uh, I thought he I actually thought he left. Uh, no, he so, yeah, so last, last week too. Between him and, and McCole Harmon, like, they're supposed to be kind of stepping in and Pringle. Like, they're supposed to be stepping in where, you know, Sammy Watkins left. But I don't think they picked up that slack just yet. Not yet. Um, but I think next week they'll bounce back. I think so. Next one here. This is when I called. I I knew this was happening. I said, Big Ben is dang near finished. I'm sure he's going to have another Big Ben-esque game one of, of these weeks. But right now, I don't believe that he's got it. Number one, they're still trying to establish the run. Number two, there ain't no way in all hell Big Ben at his age for him, not uh, not everybody else's age. Like Tom Brady's age, he can throw fifty-eight passes. Big Ben at his age, he can't throw fifty-eight passes. No, and he threw fifty-eight passes last night, and uh, he's just not. He he just doesn't got it anymore. Um, I think uh, that's him their entire offense is in disarray. Their their offense let them down mm. because the defense was on the field for way longer than it needs to be. Because I thought like, that the defense would be able to support them, even with T.J. Watt not being there. But you did say that. The fact that Dave was on the field for so long, so and Doc long. can attest to this, defense being mm-hmm. on the field for that long, they become tired. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing. And Doc means nothing. You can do about it. Top five uh, team or not. Defense. Who the heck is Juju Smith Schuster? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Is what he happened? Contract year two? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, he is he? I know he resigned for cheaper money. I don't know if it was a long term deal or not. Um, but that was the whole offseason. They were trying to decide whether to pay him or not. He took a discount. Yes. Thank God they got. Thank God they got him on discount though, right? Yikes! Yeah, he's playing like a <laughs> discount player right now. He, exactly. Uh, game that I got wrong here: Cleveland versus Chicago. I think I, I definitely chose Chicago. Yeah, um, I'm stuck with the Browns. I'm, I'm yeah. like the the Bears with a rookie quarterback, and the fact that their offense wasn't that good anyway. Still six for 20, 68 yards, fourteen one uh, yards average. <laughs> And you 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 want to talk about drizzling, right? Drizzling crap. But on the other side, Baker Mayfield, 19 for 31, 246, one touchdown. Nick Chubby Chub Chub and Kareem Hunt both ran for about 80 to 85 yards, yep. which is nuts. Odell, well, I think the thing that helps in this situation also is that Odell was the sole primary receiver with um Mr. Blessum going down. This is true. So I think that's what you this know is like him a, and Lan- a reverse of last year. Yeah. So with Landry, it's like he he doesn't mind not getting the ball. 
But I yeah. feel like Odell needs the ball in his hand. Um, like most receivers, right? Most receivers, like, they're open. Throw me the ball, right? Um, but I think this is good. Uh, this is why they were able to kind of stay on track. Because last year, he was trying to force the ball in a lot. Um, but we digress. So I know one of the games that you were excited about. This is one of your favorite kickers. You even got him in your background. No Baltimore beating Detroit with Justin Tucker's record-breaking 66-yard field goal. Talking about a double doink, My right? favorite – well, it was one doink. It was one doink. I just went <laughs> It was like doink in. I mean, there's a reason why I call him my favorite kicker. He probably banked that on purpose. <laughs> Honestly, I believe his actual record in like practice is like 75 yards. Uh, I thought it was 70, but I believe you. It might have been it, now. I know he did one with the. But of course, that wind. was in practice, not during game. So that's of course. And that it probably was with one of the holders, not a person holding it. Exactly. Like one of the yeah, yeah. It's different when the person's holding it. Mm-hmm. Way different. Um, but shout out to the Ravens uh, getting the dub. Yeah, uh, I mean, also shout out to the Lions. They fought to the end, though. Well, I told you the Lions are in it to win it. Like I told yeah. you that they're there. They're just trying to figure out the last Kings. I think Jared Goff is just as good for them as Matthew Stafford is for the Lions uh, for the Rams, as we'll get to in a second. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second here, um, but. You know, Jared Goff, 22 for 30, 217 yards. Um, You know, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams both ran for about 45, almost 50 yards apiece. They both scored a touchdown. Um, I mean, maybe they're missing the big home run threat receiver, possibly. Um, But, I mean, think about it. Goff's coming from going from, you know, Cooper Cup and – you know, all these other receivers that they got over there to, you know, TJ. So we'll see what happens. But I think the game we're always looking to talk about is the Bucks versus the Rams. I didn't watch it. I know Johnny over there, he wants me to go full in on this game, and I will. I watched the highlights, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even watch the game. Um, I didn't bother watching it. Uh, it was 7-7 when I left the field. You know, obviously I coached my ladies yesterday. Uh, so it was 7-7 when I left the field. When I got in the car, it was 7-14. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm not even going to turn that game on. I went one and one yesterday with the ladies. I said, I, I can't even deal with the Bucks right now. Um, but I think the Rams pretty much proved what everybody already knew, you know, that the Bucks secondary, similar to last year, still struggling to still struggling to hold on to or play in coverage. Uh, our coverage stinks. Uh, without JPP yesterday, our pass rush stinks. Uh, I think without Antonio Brown, some of our offense kind of was stale, uh, but ultimately we just couldn't get the job done. Um, 
you know, other other opportunities. I, I did watch uh, the pass rush was okay, but it was nowhere near where JPP level. Uh, they did somewhat neutralize Aaron Donald, um, but he still wreaked havoc. I would say uh, Tristan Wirfs and you know Ali Marpet and them guys. They did really really good, but at the end of the day, the Rams were the better team, 34-24. Um, we did see a New Orleans. Jameis Winston, which I think I picked New England um, for this game, but we had Jameis Winston um, and the Saints versus the New England Patriots. Um, Jameis came out 13 for 21, 128, two touchdowns, kept it, you know, kept it clean. Alvin Kamara, 24 carries, 89 yards. Taysom Hill came back out. Uh, Mac Jones had his first multi pick, actually, his first interceptions thrown um this is the first time he's been asked to throw the ball more than 30 times right 30 for 51 um i don't think people should jump off the mac jones train just yet um but shout out to james winston for just managing the game which is all people are asking him to do um arizona beat jacksonville we expected that buffalo spanked up on washington and denver completes the New York sweep and a game two last two games here. Oh, Minnesota did beat Seattle, uh, which I think we talked about that being a trap game as well. Um, and in this situation, it's one of those things where Seattle sometimes comes out flat. And I feel like that's exactly what happened. Uh, and Minnesota is a really, really good team when they play together. I think when you have their quarterback, Mr. Cousins, you know, playing very well. I, I think in that situation, he f- figures out a way to use his weapons effectively. And that's something that they did yesterday. Uh, the last two games, we want to talk about the last two games, period. Uh, obviously, both games ending late. Um, the Raiders beating Miami in overtime. Shout out to the Dolphins, though. Um, obviously, getting beat up on last week. Um, they were down early in this game. But shout out to EFL legend Jacoby Brissett staying in the game um, after, you know, giving up, actually getting the early lead. They were up 14-2, then it was 14-12, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just went on a, a non-scoring streak. So they scored 14 in the first quarter, didn't score until the fourth quarter um, in which, the Raiders scored two, 10, seven, six. And then, of course, they scored it over today, kicked a field goal in overtime. Uh, so the Raiders went 31 to 28. But shout out to Jacoby Brissett for hanging in there and, and keep battling back, by the way. Uh, again, 32 for 49, 215, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Jacoby Brissett did run in a touchdown. Malcolm Brown also ran a touchdown. Uh, Derek Carr. 26 for 43, 386 yards, two touchdowns. Peyton Barber, the former Buck and football team running back, ran for 111 yards. Uh, Kenyon Drake, eight carries for 24 yards. Um, so it seems like the Raiders were ready. They're, they're starting hot. They're off to a 3 0 start, um, you know, for the first time in a little while. Uh, so they're looking pretty good. I know those fans out there, especially Jay Rich, is tired of these long overtime end of the game victories, but you'd rather have the W than the L. 
And the last game, speaking of L's, and we talked about in the beginning, San Francisco 49er fans celebrating with 36 seconds left and that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Brings him down the field for the pretty much a game-winning drive. Um, you know, I mean, it's all it, all, all it needed was just to finish the game, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, but all we can do is wait and kind of see what happens with San Francisco, what happens with Green Bay in the offseason. Do, you know, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers make up? Do the Green Bay Packers keep Devontae Adams? Do the 49ers go to Trey Lance? We'll have to wait and see. But be sure to tune in tomorrow for Dark Side of the Ring. We're back. Tuesday edition, Dark Side of the Ring. Um, but I know you heard this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you didn't, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to listen to this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow again for Dark Side of the Ring. And we're going to continue to bring the news, the analysis, and the reads. <laughs> <laughs>